Charlotte, North Carolina, and this recording is from one of our church services. For more information, visit our website at churchofphiladelphia.com. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the message. Come on, if you got your Bibles, why you're standing? If you got your Bibles, we're going to go to the book of Proverbs, the book of wisdom, chapter number 23, starting at verse number 27. The book of Proverbs, chapter number 23, starting at verse number 27. Well, that, we're going to, well, me. I'm going to have some help today. Pastor Ivan is going to help me. Pastor Ivan, the teacher preacher, he's going to help me. <laughs> he's the teacher preacher. <laughs> he's going to help me. Amen. Now, I, well, no, both of us, we're going to flip through these scriptures like some gymnastics. But y'all, listen, where we land is where we land. But we're going to flip through these scriptures like some gymnastics. Where we land is where we land, though. Amen. All right. So, so Proverbs chapter number 23, starting at verse number 27. And the Bible declares, for a whore. I think I said that again. For a whore, that is the Bible, right? Is a deep ditch, and a strange woman is a narrow pit. You could be seated in the presence of our living God. If you can't tell, we have now entered into a new sermon series, and this particular sermon series is called Dealing with the Whore in Your Heart. Oh, yes. Dealing with the whore in your heart. And the title that we'll be working with today is called The Broken Lover in Me. Mm -hmm. The Broken Lover in Me. Because all a whore is is a broken lover. (laughs) Their love has been broken. Oh yes. Oh yes. And so we're going to deal with the broken lover in you. Deal with the whore in your heart and in my heart. Amen. Amen. So we 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 everybody's pretty familiar with the whore. Right? Whore or prostitute. The words can be used interchangeably. And and the definition for whore or prostitute, this is what we're going to be using. You got my definition? No? Okay. Whore or prostitute? Did you do your assignment? Okay. Just checking. The whore or prostitute is defined as one who sells his or her body. Right? And in selling their body, what are they doing? They're selling their honor. By offering to hire his or her body for base gain or for an unworthy doing, specifically for sexual intercourse. So when the whore sells their honor, we know they cannot honor you if they don't honor themselves. Right? Would you agree? If I fail to honor myself, there's no way that I'm going to honor you. What is honor to me if it was not worthy of keeping for myself? Because one thing about the whore, the whore loves him or herself more than she loves the person that they're interacting with. 
But if I fail to honor me, you can bank on the fact that I will not honor you. And one thing we know about God, God has an honor code. Oh, yes. God has an honor code. It's embedded in our DNA to honor. But because most of us, the whore has come alive in us, we sold our honor. So we struggle with honoring people in different relationships that we are involved in. That's why children struggle with honoring their parents. Most children we pray have not even entered into no sexual intercourse, but yet there is a whore on the inside. Simply put, when we're talking about the whore, we're talking about someone that is unfaithful. And children, if you're unfaithful to obey your parents, then guess what? There is a whore on the inside of your heart. If you struggle with devotion, commitment, loyalty, I'm suggesting to you that there is a whore. In your heart, your inner man. Mm. There's a whore in your inner man. And somebody never told you that there was a whore in your inner man. So God is trying to let us understand there was a whore in your heart. And we see Israel was always the depiction, especially in the book of Hosea. And Jeremiah talks about it. They played the harlot. How they would get close to God and they become unfaithful to God. Chasing after other gods. Desiring other gods. Wanting other gods. Wanting to be intimate with other gods. So we're dealing with the whore in our heart. Talking about the broken lover in you. So you wonder why Love is not going right because it's broken. All this time you've been trying to figure out why relationships are not working. Why you with somebody for only a certain amount of time. Because your love is broken. It's two whores trying to have a committed relationship. It's, it's, it's two whores trying to have a committed relationship. I just can't see that happening. When I'm unfaithful and you're unfaithful, then who are we going to be faithful to? Other than ourselves. And the truth be told, I really don't know how to love me. So because I don't know how to love me, you know I'm going to struggle with loving Oh, let's, let's get in the word. For a whore is a deep ditch, right? Before we go to, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's back up. Definition for broken is this, right? Because we're talking about the broken lover in you, the broken lover in me. Webster defines broken as, number one, separated into parts or pieces by being hit or damaged. Do you know somebody, can you relate where you've taken a hit?
in your love life. Rejection is a hit. Being overlooked is a hit. Somebody playing you is a hit. Being second is a hit. Having your heart broken is a hit. Matter of fact, having your heart broken, you might have just gone and said, that's being damaged. I'm damaged now. Because some of us, when you tell the truth, you have not recovered completely from your first heartbreak. You're always comparing every relationship you get in. Or looking at it like this, once you get into the relationship, you're trying to figure out and wonder, are you going to be hurt? Something is wrong with your love. Definition number two for brokenness, simply put, not kept or honored. So when something or someone is broken, they have not been kept or they have not been honored. And if you go back and look at the different relationships that you have been involved in, ask yourself, was I ever really honored? Did they keep me? Meaning, was it all about me? Or was it me and something else? Or was it me and someone else? Oh, y'all know that's a real thing. A man will love you, but he'll love his car more than he love you. Because we see some relationships right now, folk love their phone more than they love the person that they're in a relationship with. You spend more time touching your phone than touching the individual. Well, y'all ain't gonna talk, y'all, but I'm gonna talk to y'all. You spend more time touching your phone. You familiar with all of what Facebook can do, all of what Instagram can do, but yet you don't know none of the details about the person that you're in a significant relationship with. If they were to make small changes, for example, if a woman changed her earrings, did you notice that small detail? Did you notice that small change? But you notice when they put a new icon up on Facebook. You notice when there's, there's, there's a new post on Facebook. Matter of fact, you got your alarm set, your, your phone chimes and stuff. It vibrates when a new post or something goes off. But nothing on the inside of you goes off when the significant person that you in has made a small detail. You're not sensitive enough to the person to realize that a detail or a change has been made. Where was the honor? Where was the honor? Where was the honor, right? So he said a whore is a deep ditch. And a strange woman is a narrow pit. Now, we understand deep is talking about a cavern or a hole, Right? But I wanted to shift it to the actual verb. Because it says for a whore is a deep ditch. Now, definition, we talk about for ditch. It says what? To stop having or using something you no longer want or need. So whores, they ditch people. Because their love is broken, they, they, they easily ditch you, easily do away with you. It's only based on the horse need or desire at the moment. And sometimes the desire is just to please you. Or the desire is just to be pleased themselves. 
And after I'm pleased or please you, I ditch you. Right? We're talking about a whore. Someone that's broken. Someone that's struggling with their identity. And when you think about all the numerous people that have laid with the whore, for example, science has proven that every time a man lays or lies with a woman and he deposits into that woman, he's depositing a piece of himself into that woman. So when you think about all the numerous men that many females have laid with, how many personalities are actually coming through in her? One morning you just wake up mad. But when you went to bed the night before, you was happy, go lucky, everything was all right, but you just woke up mad. Because that's the angry dude you slept with. He trying to get out. <laughs> Yesterday, you were all feminine. And then because, you know, you wanted a thug to break your back in. Now today, you just feel masculine today, just... You're standing on with your legs gapped open, sitting down with your legs gapped open like, what the world? Is this that thug trying to come out? Oh, 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 oh. so the hope is a deep ditch. There are many things. How? We don't know how deep you go. How many people are actually in this deep cavern inside of you? But it becomes easy for you to just discard people. Never become attached to people. Motions are all shot up. You don't know what to believe, so you, don't, uh, you just don't feel anything. Because you don't know what to feel. So I won't feel anything. I just turn my emotions off. I have become numb to caring about you. This is just a transaction. <laughs> See, we know your love is broken when you, know, when you get into relationships and it's just become a transaction. I'm just here. To do this and bounce. You understand? It says, for a whore is a deep ditch and a strange woman is a narrow pit. The whore. Now we understand the whore of the process who could be a male or a female. But do you understand the scripture letting us know the whore becomes a strange individual? Strange in the sense that they don't even know themselves. Because their self-esteem and their self-worth is so broken, they're so torn down, they don't really know who they are. That's why they're going from one transaction to the next transaction to the next transaction. This brings some type of fulfillment. This feels some type of desire. This feels some type of need on the inside of them. But they can't tell you who they are. They have so many personalities swirling around on the inside of them. They're so broken. They're so damaged. And one thing about whores or prostitutes, the Lord told me they're opportunists. Whenever there is an opportunity, they slide right on in there. One thing about whores, they know how to talk very, very well. Another thing about whores is they know how to listen very well. They know how to be in the moment. Once we get past being in the moment, 
they don't know who they are. They don't know what to do. That's why they're always searching for a moment. Yeah, searching for a moment. All right? We're going to do like a front flip over to Isaiah. Because <laughs> we're flipping through the scripture, but where we land is where we land. Isaiah 29, 13, it says, Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as this people draw near me with their mouth, and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me, and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men, right? Wherefore the Lord said, This is what God said to the prophet. This people draw near me with their mouth. And one thing we understand that a whore knows how to do is conversate, communicate. They know exactly what to say. Because whoever they're interacting with in the moment, they know how to make them feel that they matter. You're the only person, you're the most important person in the world. Because think about it. When men go to some whores, some prostitutes, it's not always about the sex. Sometimes they're going just to be heard because the woman at home never gives them an opportunity to talk. When he tries to talk, she keeps cutting him off. So you know what the whore provides for him? Ears. She solves a problem for him. And then there were some men who go to the whore because you got some women. We are here. Especially in the church. You so holier than thou. But you was a whore before you got saved. Your whore's tendencies have not gone anywhere. But you act now that you're saved. You understand? Now I'm saved. I love the Lord. I don't do that stuff. I don't walk that way no more. I don't talk that way no more. Okay. That's why your man is going to the whore. But you get, you know what? The, before, the whore is backing that thing up on him. Yeah, the whore is bouncing on him. Right? The whore is role playing for him. The whore is giving him a thrill. All you do is just lay on your back. And he like, you know what? Bless the mic. I know. We out here now. The whore is willing to do what you are unwilling to do. She's solving a problem for him. They know how to talk and they know how to listen. And the Lord is saying to the prophet, he said, they draw near me with their mouths. And see, whores know how to talk. They know how to get close and whisper. Make you feel. It's nobody but you. It's all about you. They say what you need to hear. They've turned you on. They ain't even touch you yet. They've turned you on just by talking to you. They have struck a feeling, an emotion in you. You know, some of y'all be... <laughs> we are here now. Go to shaking and all. 
Es más, 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 You have given the whore too much information. Now he knows your spot. Now she knows your spot. All of that came about simply by talking. Oh, you don't understand. They draw near with their mouth. The ability to talk to you. So they know how to get close to you just by talking to you. But then he says, and with their lips, they do honor me. The lips denote what? Affection. Kiss you softly. Kiss you on your ear. Rub you on the side of your face. Whisper, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Oh, I'm talking to you how the tour talks to you. I love the way you smell. See, all the things that the person that you're with is unwilling or will not say to you, the whore knows exactly what you're looking for. And the truth be told, it didn't take them all night to figure this out. In a matter of minutes, they, they, they know everything they need to know about you. They got close to you conversation. See, they become great listeners. They, oh, they just, what you want to say? No, tell me about tell me about you. What you like? <laughs> what, what do you like? They say the sensitive things that matter. No, no, no. What's your favorite color? Simple stuff that gets to the heart of the woman. These are things that she cares about. I like, I like how that blouse flows with you. It complements your skin tone. You know, says things like that. And make, oh my God. <laughs> then you find yourself, can you excuse me? I got to go powder my nose. You're really going to check your drawers. That's all. You're really going to go check your drawers because you done got wet off him talking to you across the table. He ain't even touched you yet. He has gotten close with his mouth. And he knows it. So when he get... See, I got to go lean on my wife. When he get close like this, I love the way you smell. <laughs> y'all, some of y'all, come on back. Some of y'all are reliving the moment. Come on back. I bind the devil in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I, I pull him up out your spirit right now. I cut the soul tie right now. We just trying to make it real for you. The devil is a lie. He's not going to pull on your spirit. No, he's not. Say, with their lips, they do honor me. With their affection, we know how to give God affection. See, now I got to bring it back. Kingdoms. <laughs> we know how to give God affection. We kiss God with our prayers. We kiss God with our praise. We kiss God with our worship. We kiss God when we lift our hands. We kiss God when we adore him, when we admire him. Never wanting to be close. Just getting close so I can get what I want. He said, but have removed their heart from it. Physically, you're close, but emotionally, you're so far from God. I just get close enough to get what I want. 
I do what I need to do to get what I want. See, the whore does what they need to do to satisfy for the moment. Mm. Do you know somebody? Can you believe? He said, and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men, right? That, that fear denotes their, their respect. So again, if the whore doesn't have self-respect, there's never going to be respect for you. The whore respects the game. The whore doesn't even respect themselves. They respect the game. They don't respect themselves. They don't respect you. They respect the game. That's all. They respect the game. And I'm going to get out y'all way and let the, let, the, let the teacher preacher come, right? They respect the game. I, th that makes me feel a certain type of way, Dad. You respect the invisible game more than you respect me. How can someone make me feel the way they make me feel but have no respect for me? Simply because they're good at what they do. They have tapped into the broken lover on the inside of you. The one who craves attention. Craves affirmation. Craves touch. Craves words of affirmation. Craves quality time. They've tapped into that broken lover on the inside of you, the unfulfilled part of you. See, most of us are unwilling to say, I am unfulfilled in the area of love. That's why we find ourselves looking for so many likes. I will settle for likes if I can't be loved. You post all kind of crazy things, just hoping somebody's going to like it. Because if I cannot be loved, then I, I will have to settle for just being liked. And if enough people like me, it's going to make me feel good. Because you are your thoughts and your thoughts are you. And when I release my thoughts, when they like it, they're actually liking me. You're dealing with the broken lover on the inside of you. But God wants to fix that. God wants to heal that. Bro, this is right where we need to be. God wants to heal that. Take me to my next scripture. I'm going to do a backflip back to Proverbs. <laughs> Flip it to the scripture. Where we land is where we land. We got here to this backslider because I want to tell y'all something God told me. The scripture says, the backslider in where? Heart. Backslider even talks about harlotry, idolatry, all these different things. But the backslide in heart shall be filled with his own ways and a good man shall be satisfied from himself, right? Let me tell you something God told me. This is why we kind of got to this backsliding. 
I was talking to God one day in the last week. You know what the Lord said? He said, you're a backslider. God called me a backslider. I said, wow. A backslider. So, you know, one of the definitions that we know, typically when we think about backslider, we think about rebellion and all these different things, right? He said, not in the sense that you rebel, but you are a backslider because you are no longer close to me. Look at the babies. Look at the babies going back and forth. Oh, God, know where we need to be. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> Prophesying across the room. Uh, y'all don't even understand. God got a triangle of prophets going on. A trinity of prophets prophesying to y'all. Oh, yes, he does. Mm. Look at that. Trinity of prophets prophesying to y'all. But he called me a backslider, and I was like, God, huh? He said, not in the sense that you rebel. Say it, boy. Oh, yes. God put his seal on this thing. But he said, because you have moved away, you are no longer close to me. I know I'm not by myself. No, I haven't left him. I got enough sense not to leave him. But that prayer, that desire that I felt like I really needed, God, the truth of the matter, when you didn't answer me, God, it did bother me. It hurt me, God. It angered, it upset me a little bit. And because of that, God, I slid back just a little bit. I'm still close enough for you to touch me, God. I'm still close enough for you to hear me, God. But I'm not as close where I can lay my head in your bosom. Backslider. I still pray. I still praise and I still worship and I still get in my word. But that intimacy, that closeness, I won't be that close right now. I want to be close enough, but I don't want to be that close. I don't want to hear your heartbeat today. I don't want to know what's on your heart today, God. Because you act like you didn't care when I was pouring out my heart to you. When I prayed that that was my heart, God. But how many know God knows better? He knows whether or not you can handle that desire that you're asking for. He knows whether or not you're ready for that desire that you're asking for. He knows whether or not you're going to squander or mess it up. He said the backslider in heart. The person who's moved the way shall be filled with his own ways you got your own way of doing things he says come close but because you got your own way of doing things he says come close you know how the little children do I said come here They're trying to see how serious you are. If I call you one more time. Now, why they wait to do this in the public? <laughs> but they know in the, in, 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 in the privacy of our home, you tried that. Oh, I would have been on you so quick. 
You know how you sitting down, you say, I, I said, come here, and then, you, you know how you, 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 you already on them, right? But they know, so they wait till we get above them. Come here. And you know, you just like, oh my God, oh my God, because see the little old lady standing right there trying to see how you're going to handle it. She got a person, she like, and you, you, you just like, so you turn to the side, I said, come here right now. And somebody else come on the aisle, and you like, okay. They already going in their pocket, getting their phone like, ready with their finger to hit 911. I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. Do it. Do it. Do it. And they still just. You know when they back up on you, it's like, oh no, you did. You go back up. I'm taking all your time. I'm trying to get out your way. I'm trying to get out your way. They shall be filled in their own ways, in their heart. You have your own way of doing things. You know your close is not what God is talking about. You know your submission is not what God is talking about. You know talking about obeying half of what he said is not what God is talking about. He said, but you shall be feeling in your heart with your own ways. But he said, a good man shall be satisfied from himself. The good man. Because of who dwells on the inside, he shall be satisfied. He has that well on the inside that he can go. He has that well on the inside. Satisfied. It's nothing like a cold glass of water that satisfies you on a very, very, very hot day. This is what this like. And Jesus, come on, man, I'm gonna get out your way, cause Lord, I, I want you to say something, teacher, preacher. I want you to say something, man. So I'm gonna get out his way in Jesus' name, man. Say something. <laughs> All right, um, we're gonna stay right here with the scripture, real quick. Um, here. Come here. I'll do a little illustration real quick. I did not tell her, so that's why she's looking crazy. <laughs> it's simple. Okay? Nothing, you know, crazy. <laughs> so, when he's talking about the, the, the backslider in heart, how we move away just a little bit, because, you know, we do this with God, and this is how we do this in relationships, too. When we get tired of that individual or we don't like that individual, we begin to step away, right? But see, when we close, this denotes faithfulness. You know, I, I'm not really looking for no other options. I'm close. I only see her. You know? That's all I see, right? 
Meaning in my heart, meaning I'm not blind, I still see other people. But in my heart, my heart is only moved by her. You see what I'm saying? But when I begin to pull away because something got damaged or something got broken or I don't like something or I dis- we had a disagreement or there's a break, then I start getting filled with my own ways. And what the Lord began to speak to me and saying, like, it's when we begin to look for other options is in this space where we have backslidden. We begin to say, well, we ain't close like we used to be. Right? So now I begin to start becoming unfaithful in my heart. Even if it's not with my body. And even as he was talking about, no, okay, you stop. <laughs> as he was talking about this, we get filled with options. So God stops becoming the only option. So then it just seems like God is not the answer no more. He can't be. Because if God is the answer, then I wouldn't have got hurt. I wouldn't have got disappointed. It wouldn't be taking this long. You know, my heart wouldn't be hurting if God was the answer. So I'm going to slide on back so I can get a little bit of room between me and God so I can look for my options. Right? This is when we choose something other than faith. Right? We choose something other than belief. We say, well, praying ain't, don't really work like that, and fasting ain't that serious, and fasting is just, you know, that's just a health concern. And, you know, we start despiritualizing, and everything that we know to be right that has once, once worked before don't work no more now. It ain't because that it don't work. It's because I've become unfaithful in my relationship. And I'm telling you from experience, because I have stepped away at times pulled away. She's pulled away. If like you've anybody ever been in a relationship with a person, you've pulled away out of being hurt. You didn't trust that person. Something didn't go right. Stuff like that. And because of that, it began to you start seeing them differently. So when you was faithful and you was close, they, even the mistakes they made wasn't that serious. You was able to deal with stuff. That, you know, disagreements and everything, but when you start pulling away, backsliding, then it's like, I don't even see the same person no more. And this is how some of us are, have been with God. You don't see the same God no more. And this is to denote that you're in a backsliding state. Though you may be coming to church, honoring God, praising him, and just like he just preached, with my mouth, with my lips, but my heart, he ain't got that. He don't move me like that. Not no more. And, and, and if, we actually, if you actually be honest and real, you know, praise ain't exciting no more. Worship ain't exciting no more for some of us. You know, actually even coming to church is just a fight. I just rather stay home. I rather just do what I'm going to do. You know, I just, if I could just have my life back. I want my life. You've been there. You know what I'm saying? I've been there. So you start looking, well, I, I start getting filled with my own ways then I'm right. I'm the one that's right. Right? 
So this is where we be starting to become that whore. Because whores like options. Whores hate to be faithful. Because if I'm faithful, I'm only stuck with one option. One option? This is why some of us don't like, you know, or, or, or afraid of marriage or afraid of commitment. Because or even when you got married, you was afraid like, so I'm only going to have one person that I can be with for the rest of my life? Do I really want that? Just one? They can't share me sometimes? Like, can I? And this, but see, you see this in the culture now. It's very common. It's very uncommon to be faithful. It's very uncommon. I've had a girl sit down and ask me, are you faithful? Because she wanted to give me some. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what in the world? Better get out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I'm not about to just sleep with you. And I'm your boss. No. I'm going to mess up my household behind you. You a hood rat. No. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm not going to. But it is very uncommon to be faithful now. They have websites that you can go and just go find you a little something, something on the side and, and everything. Like they had it on TV. That's how I found out about it. It's a real big website. So what in the world is going on with this? But it is very uncommon to be faithful. So we bring this same mindset to the Lord. Come on, let's go to Jeremiah. Take me to Jeremiah 6 and 16. So thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old path. Where is the good way and walk therein? And ye shall find rest for your soul. See, some of us we get tired because you out of the way. We trying to follow God in our own way. We don't want to ask for the old ways because we say, well, that's what they used to do. Just praying and believing God. Folks who couldn't even speak English good had better faith than some of us. And stuff got done, meaning God moved for them. And all they had was about four or five sentences of prayer but they had persistence they had a heart to say I'm going to give my heart to him he's the only one and he's the only thing that I want there's no other option but him but when we got other options we lose the power that comes behind this relationship because my other option could be what it could be mammon that's the other option I fight with or just my flesh my own pleasure because to choose him, I got to give up some pleasure. The kind of pleasure that's quick. Not the saying he's not pleasurable. Because that pleasure far surpasses the pleasure that is quick. But we don't want to wait on pleasure. We don't want to go to the old past because, you know, that's antiquated. That's old. That don't make sense. And, you know, we can do smarter things now. We have advanced in culture. We can be innovative about how we serve God. When prayer... How does taking prayer out of serving God work? 
Meaning, if, if we have a relationship with a, with, a, with a natural person and they say, hey, communication is the foundation of the relationship. And then we say, okay, I'm having a, I'm having a, 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 a relationship with God, but I'm going to pray less. But I want my relationship to grow. It's the same way. It's not going to grow. If I, if I talk to my wife less, it's not going to grow. I went to go see a, uh, somebody from my job yesterday. And his, his wife stepped out. They're selling the house. And he took ownership. He said, I wasn't, I wasn't around. I was on my job. I was, he said, I have, I have to take some blame for that. And he was fine with that. I said, man, that's really big to say. Because most people are going to say, well, it don't matter what I was doing. <laughs> you, we married. You need to. But he had to say, okay, look, I understand you, she didn't suppose to, but I didn't suppose to just leave her to neither. She didn't suppose to have a chance to. She shouldn't have wanted to if I was being there for her. You see what I'm saying? So when we come to God, that, that whore in our heart, that broken lover, when we don't get our way, we say, well, God, I'm not going to love you. I'm going to just love you just enough. Just like a transaction. I know the right things to say to God. I know how to cry in the right moment. Worship in the right moment. I know how to get loud. I know how to fast. I know how to move his heart. You see the host mentality? But see, the thing about God is he can see through the whore that we deal with on the inside of us. This is why sometimes he don't answer. He said, you just doing that not to have a relationship with me. You're not trying to get to know me. You just want what I got. You just want me to make your life better. If I make your life better, I won't see you. You talk to me less when things are better. Anybody like that? Things are better. You seem like your prayer life go down. Don't want to read the word like that. You got more time to watch TV. You less worried about the bills. Less worried about, you know, whether you, whether you and your, your spouse are getting along or what the kids are doing or whatever and whether the job is acting up. When everything get at peace, how close are you to him? Because if everything's at peace and you begin to say, hey, thanks, that was just a transaction. I don't care about him. I just care about what he got. Pay me. I gave you fasting. I gave you prayer. I gave you time. I've given you service. Pay me. Where's my payment? Oh, come on, come on, come on now. This is why we get disappointed with God. I gave you all this, God. I, I've given you my life. I could take it back. Go ahead. Take it back. Don't threaten. Do it. Do what you want to do. Oh, see, we don't like that. We don't like that. Because God ain't going to beg you to stay with him. He's not going to beg you. He said, no, I want you to ask, 
What's the old paths? How you get to me before? Come back the same way. What's the old paths? Where's the good way? Not the smart way. Where's the good way? Not the quick way. Where's the good way? Because the good way going to make me good. The good way going to help me to be good. And then I can find rest for my soul. Your soul don't, you know, sometimes my soul don't be at rest. It's not at rest. That's why you're searching for so many things. It's not at rest. Can't sleep, not at rest. Mind tired, you're not at rest. Get up tired after nine hours, seven hours of sleep. Soul is not at rest. You see what I'm saying? But what did they say? But they said, we will not walk therein. And that's what some of us are. We ain't going to walk. I'm not going to go that way. I'm not going that way. I know that's what God said, but I ain't doing that. And see, this is how sometimes we feel even in relationships. We ask, we tell somebody, hey, look, this is what I need you to do. This is what makes me happy. This is how we're going to grow and be close to each other. And they just say, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Because if I do that, then I have to give up time and I got to give up my ways and I have to do something that inconveniences me and I don't want to do that. So if I have to, if I have to, if I have to give up, so it's gonna inconvenience me. Then what? We, what, what am I gonna get in return? It's just a transaction. This is why it's hard to build intimacy, even naturally, because it's just most things for us is just a transaction. If I'm not gonna gain from it, there's no reason for me to do it. Why answer the phone? I ain't going to gain nothing from it. Because we don't think gaining relationships are gain, is, is, is real gain. Learning how to have true intimacy, we don't think that's real gain. Come on, take me to Hosea. So, of course, you know, we got to deal with Hosea just a little bit. I'm going to try to run through some scriptures because I don't have a lot of time. Amen. Hosea chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. And this is just set up what Hosea had to do. He's the beginning of the minor prophets. uh, And the beginning of the word of the Lord that came to Hosea. The Lord said to Hosea, go take unto thee a wife of whoredoms and children of whoredoms. For the land have committed great whoredom departing from the Lord. Departing from the Lord. They committed whoredom departing from the Lord. That same space. I become a whore when I begin to backslide. It's hard for me to commit when I'm not close. Right? So they've committed what? A great whoredom. Come on, give me verse 3. So he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Diplam, which conceived and bare him a son. He went and got, he, he went and got him a prostitute. This was the ministry of Hosea. Hosea 
was the prophet who had to go and marry a prostitute. As a picture of his life being an example of what the people of God was doing with God. So guess what? God does not mind marrying prostitutes. God does not mind dealing with us in the whorish heart that we deal with. So I know this is uncomfortable. We don't like talking like this, right? Because it seems like it's an insult. Don't call me no whore. You know you're fighting that on the inside just a little bit. I ain't no whore. I ain't no whore. Don't call me no whore. How committed are you? How much does it take for you to break your commitment? Even in friendships. Some of us, we friendship whores. Friendship can't last past a conflict. I go find me a better friend. I get, I get another friend. We're just friendship whores. You know, that's, the, that's what some of us, we don't want to look at how uncommitted we are to things, to people. How many times we done lied to folks and told them we were going to do stuff and didn't do it. Yeah, I'm going to be that man. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do and then just don't do it. I'm going to be better and then just don't do it. Why? Because I'm more committed to myself than I am to anybody else. To the horse committed to their own purpose. How do I gain from the next transaction? So any kind of uncomfortability, if the price is right, the uncomfortability is fine. I don't necessarily want to be, uh, you know, Wonder Woman today or, or look like a Ken doll today. But if you want me to be a Ken doll for the right price, I'll be a Ken doll. Man, I don't want to be Wonder Woman, but if you want me to dress up as Wonder Woman, then hey, for the right price, I'll dress up as Wonder Woman. I don't like being choked during sex, but, you know, for the right price, hey. A little strangulation won't mind. It's the, it's the truth. See, see I know, you know, you, you got the wrong person up here talking. I can go some places. <laughs> and, it, and some of it is in here in the room. You know what I'm saying? I can go some places now. <laughs> it's right here in the room fetishes and everything in the room love feet, hair, eyebrows toes oh yeah it's in the room you know what I'm saying shoes shoe fetishes I mean that, that's things that we don't hold ourselves out for you have to ask yourself how much do you cost? Do you really have a price? Right. And are you for sale? Because somebody will pay. The devil will find somebody who's willing to pay. And that's all that what he's talking about. Some of us, it ain't even no money. You on sale for a compliment. And it ain't just women. Oh, no, it's not. 
It ain't just women, because men like this, too. We want to be complimented, looked at, and, you know, I like your shoes, I like the way your swag, and I like this, and, I, and look at your chest, and look at your haircut, look at that line, and all this other. Well, we like this. We liked all that stuff, too. And women know how to say it, the same way a man know how to say it. Ain't it the truth? We, we know each other's weaknesses. We know what each other want to hear. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes we, we'll say certain things so we can get this transaction going. This is why we be trying to tell you young folk, when you first meet somebody, they probably lying to you. You got to wait six months or a year to get the truth. Wait till they get mad to get the truth. Because people, people become less attractive when you're mad at them. Could have been fine three months ago, but today with your attitude, you're not fine no more. Y'all know the truth? You've been in a relationship and say, hey, they acting up. You already setting up the, the next one. Okay, yeah, let me just... Let me just start saying hey to this one and start having a few conversations. We ain't going to talk on the phone. Hoish mentality. I'm, I'm in a relationship with one, but I'm, hey, just in case this one fall through, I need a fallout plan. I need one to be ready waiting in the wings. One or two. I need like two possibles. Yeah, that's the team. People are like, yeah, I got a team. Hoish mentality. How you got a team? You ain't the coach. <laughs> what, what, what role are you playing on this team? Other than user. Resident hoe. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what, role are, what role is really being played? Come on. Take me to uh, chapter two. We don't, we don't want to look at that. We, we have used people sometimes. We use them. Don't talk to them. Don't want to really have no relationship with folks like that. We just, hey, this is, because we still, a lot of us are still learning how to have relationships. So it shows up here because we still learning it here. God, if you don't come through, then I'm going somewhere else. I'm going somewhere. And some of us just don't stop praying to God altogether. Just, I ain't praying to you about that no more. I'm just going to go and do it my way. Fill with my own ways. I've backslidden in that place. I don't even believe you for that no more. What for? You ain't going to do it? Mad at God. If you ain't going to do it and I got to jump through all these hoops with you, with you, God, to do all this, I don't even get this no more. It seems like to me, you the one using me. Yeah. We said, in that moment of being emotional, God, I want to be used. He's using you. <laughs> He's using you. Let him use you. He's the only one that can use you up and refill you. 
He's the only one that knows your true value. But don't backslide because you're mad. Because sometimes we get mad, we're just, I, I'm going to just backslide. Ain't going to backslide everywhere, though. Because we got to keep this transaction going, God. I still need you to bless my money. Can't have the lights off. And we can't have the water off because I ain't about to be walking around stinking. You see what I'm saying? I ain't about to be struggling like this. So I'm going to stay close enough so I don't get you mad. Give you a little praise. I'm going to give you a little worship. I'm gonna, it's the same way we do people. On the inside, you know, if somebody want to spend time with you or your spouse or something and you don't feel like it, you, you try not to show it. You sitting down with them, watching a show you don't want to watch or doing something you don't want to do and you ain't feel like being bothered. And you're trying to keep your face straight. Your heart is far from the relationship in that moment. <laughs> your heart ain't in it. Your body is there. And you can be like, yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Fake laughing and everything. Trying to get through the moment. Because if I get you upset and I get you mad, then the, other, the, the, the B part of this transaction... The transaction when I want the cash in at night might not work out. So I have to. When it's just tra- when it's just a transaction like that, that's why it don't it don't if there's no real connection. That's always why it's a, it's a search for trying to do something crazy or do something awesome and all this other thing. When I just want to be with you because I love you. And see, this is what God wants. Can we just love him? Does he have to do something to be loved? Do we want people to say, well, look, if you don't do this, I'm not going to love you. It don't feel good. But we do this to God. God, if you don't, if you don't move in certain areas, I'm not going to love you. I'll come around you, keep you appeased, and spend a little time with you when I feel like you're getting upset. Because some of us, we, in relationships right here in this room, you only move when the person gets upset. You're not into them yet. Because if you enter them, they don't have to get mad all the time for you to change. Some things you'll just say, hey, because I'm into you, I'll just begin to do some things. Because I'm into this relationship, I'll just begin to act a certain type of way. Oh, come on. I done been a hoe in my marriage. I don't know about y'all. I have been a hoe, married. Not saying I went out and hoed, but in my heart, I was a hoe. In my mind, I was a hoe. Come on, let's go past here. We're going to go to the verse 2. And we're going to read through this real quick, and I'm going to let you guys go. Hit a few things. I'm going to try to see if I can get down pretty far. Not gonna tell you because PT gonna be mad at me, so we're just gonna read. 
<laughs> plead with your mother. And this is how he done, he done married this, done married this prostitute and had some children. Now he talking to the children. Why? Because she done left. So plead with your mother. Plead. For she is not my wife, neither am I her husband. Let her therefore put away her whoredoms out of her sight and her adulteries from between her breasts. Give me the next scripture. Lest I strip her naked and set her as a day as in the day that she was born, and make her as a wilderness and set her like a dry land and slay her with thirst. And I would not have mercy upon her children, for they be the children of whoredoms. For their mother have played the harlot. She have she that conceived them have done shamefully, for she said, I will go after my lovers. That my bread and my water, my oil, my flax, mine oil, uh, hold on now. That my bread, my water, my oil, my wool, and my flax, and mine oil, and my drink. Let me next. Therefore, behold, I will hedge up thy way with thorns and make a wall that she should not find her paths. So we're dealing with the same thing here. She said, well, I'm going to go after the people who love me by giving me stuff. She got a taste of marriage, got a taste of what covenant was, and said, hey, don't want that. Too much commitment. Ain't got no options now. Now I ain't got no options. Mm -mm. Now I only got one stream of income. Only one person can bless me. Only one person can give me, give me extra. I'm only going to have sex with this one person. I expect this one person just to do this. Mm-mm. I don't like I'm not, She wasn't used to this lifestyle. So she said, you know what? You got your children. I'm gone. <laughs> All right, prophet, I'm gone. I'm gone. And he said, you know, go get your mother because she got the, the, the adultery, the idolatries, and the, the, these other lovers in between her breasts to denoting that she is going out to have sex with other people. But she said, I'm going to go after my lovers. Why? Because love to me means when you give me what I want. Right? So when we look at God, we say, God ain't giving me what I want. He must don't love me. It must all be a lie. You ever had that thoughts before? God, is this really real? Is this really real? I know I done seen some stuff, but at the same, in this moment in my life, just seem like to me you fake. Seem like to me you lied. I'm going to go back to my lovers. I'm going to go back to my ways where I used to get paid. I shake my booty and I got paid. I did. I did. I turned some tricks and I got paid. I didn't have to trust God. I didn't have to be in no, no, no relationship that required something of me for a long period of time. Because that, that requires faithfulness, right? I, I got to be a person, the person that you're supposed to get certain things from from a long period of time? Oh, go get somebody else. I'm going to go get some different people so I can just give my little bit of myself to other people and get what I want. Right? Because sometimes we just want what we want. You tired of waiting on God? Don't like people like that. I just want what I want. 
I don't even want to talk to people like that. Folks are disappointing. This is how you know you're jaded. When you start having all these thoughts. You start to get jaded. That's hurt. You've been damaged. Your love is broken. So that's why it's hard for you to give it to God and give it to people because it's broken. So now it's just a transaction. But what did he say? He said, therefore, I w- behold, I will hedge up the way, that way with thorns, and make a wall that she don't find her path. What you looking for, you're not going to find it. When whoredom rests on us in our heart and we start looking for other lovers, you're not going to find it. You're going to get blocked and hurt. The way that you're trying to go down, the way that we try to go down whenever we start going another way is filled with thorns. So as much as you say, well, I'm going to get away from the hurt. I'm tired of being hurt. You're running straight to hurt. God hurt me. I followed him. He disappointed me. You're running straight to more disappointment. Straight to more hindrances, more frustrations. Give me the next scripture. And she shall follow after her lovers, but she shall not overtake them. What you're chasing after is not going to, you're not going to grasp it. Because see, the thing is, when you got into this relationship with God, God said, I'm going to block the way that you'll be able to go back all the way. You'll never be able to go back all the way again. Never. Because I'm committed to you, even when you're not committed to me. See, this is the thing about, about God. And this is what this, this prophet had to go chase down his unfaithful wife. And this is what God do to us. He chased us down with our unfaithful selves. Oh, I thank God for it. Because I ain't been faithful like that to him. Yes, I love him. And yes, I'll praise him. And I'll cry to him. And I'll fast. I'll pray. I'll do all these different things, right? But I ain't always faithful. Sometimes I get tired of it. I don't, I don't want to do that right now. Do my own thing. Do what I want to do today. This week. This month. These three months. <laughs> oh, that's some of us in here. I'm going to take a year off of God. Just take a year off. I need a break. I need a year break from the Lord. I'll come back. And I'll be refreshed. After I get this out of my system. <laughs> y'all know that's how it is because the devil trick you be like just go get it out your system and you know you want to go do it just go do it get it out your system it's on you just go do it it don't get out your system it's not in your system it's in your soul it's in your soul it's in your heart it don't get out your system it just reproduces itself and grows Saying she shall seek them but shall not find them. But then shall she say, I will go and return to my first husband. For then it was better with me than now. See, this thing, you, see, some, of, some of us in here, you about to realize through this series, you know what? Ain't no other options. I got to go back. I done tried it. I done did it. I just got to go back. Give me that scripture. For she did not know that I gave her corn and wine and oil and multiplied her silver and gold, which they prepared for Baal. She forgot. She forgot. She said, look, I'm going to go get paid. But she forgot that she was already getting 
her needs met right then. And see, when we get upset with God, we forget that God, all of God has done, right? We forget. We say, well, look, he ain't doing this right now. So it's like he ain't never done nothing. Nothing. Right? Why do we forget? Because we gave it to the devil. <laughs> what he did do, we gave credit to the, the devil or gave credit to, the, to ourselves about that. Well, God didn't really do that. I'm going to give him praise for giving me strength to go do that. <laughs> he gave me the strength. I accomplished that. God did that through me. When really deep down in your heart, you really believe it was just me. God wasn't there helping me. I didn't feel the presence of God when I clocked in. I just clocked in. <laughs> I didn't feel the presence of God when I went, when I went to work. I just went to work. When I, got, when I went to that interview, it wasn't God. It was really me. That person was a little attracted to me. That's why I got the job. <laughs> Give me the next one. Therefore will I return and take away my corn in the time thereof and my wine in the season thereof and I will recover my wool and my flax given to cover her nakedness. He pretty much said, look, I'm going to return during when it's time. When you go and look for what God has done, it ain't going to be done. See, there's a warning even in this. Some of us, you need to hurry up and get back. It ain't just another message. You need to hurry up and get back close. Because God holds us accountable for what we hear. And sometimes we'll go and hear this and be like, man, that was good. I had a few good laughs. And then I went home. Filled up my stomach. Went to sleep. I'm going to get this church now. Right? I didn't be in the church. Now I'm about to go home and go to sleep. Right? But if you just go about and just keep on drifting, drifting, drifting away. By the time you turn around and be looking for the blessings of the Lord, he's going to be like, oh, I took those. I took that provision. I had it prepared for you, but I took that. No. Because when I told you to come back, you didn't come. When I told you to return, you ignored me. When I told you it's time to go to another step in your relationship with me, you said, no, not right now. All right. So, and now will I discover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers and none shall deliver her out of my hand and I will cause all her mirth to cease her feast days, her new moons, her Sabbaths and all her solemn feasts pretty much he just said look I'm just gonna you ain't gonna be able to celebrate nothing I'm about to dry your whole life up I married you and we see this even in court you try to get out of a marriage what happens? somebody gets burned Somebody gets dried up. <laughs> Somebody loses provision that they once had. <laughs> Come on now. That's right. Because the law ain't in your favor. Right? So when you break covenant, oh, things are not in your favor. Most of the time, it's not somebody is going to get hurt. You're not going to be able to, to celebrate. Life is about to turn desolate. So with all that you got, it's time to come on back. 
Come on, all the way. Bring your heart back, not just your mouth, not just your body. Meaning get back close. Deal with the issues you got. That is making you think about whoring against God and other people. Said, I will destroy her vines and her fig trees. Wherefore, she hath said, these are my rewards that my lovers have given me. And I will make them a forest and the beasts of the field shall eat them. So even the stuff that you got, you go out there and get some stuff. Even that stuff you go out there and get, he said, I'm going to destroy that. So I said, I know that we didn't want to end like this, right? But I wanted to end in Jeremiah. I did. <laughs> At least I, I could have, you know, worked that a little bit better. But this is what he's saying. Because this is a warning for me too. Hey, if I don't get back close, this is, this is what's going to happen. The increase that, 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 that's supposed to be for my life in relationships and love and money and, and, and just what my life's supposed to be will not happen if I choose another way. If I go a whoring, if I go and love something else. If you're in a relationship, would you be okay if your spouse or your person that you with fell in love with somebody else? Hmm? Would you be all right with that? The answer is no. Why? Because we, we, what we're going to do, we're going to get jealous. And that's what God does. He's jealous. Meaning he's like, you know, you're mine. I'm not going to share you. I'm not going to share you with the devil. I'm not going to share you with the world. You're mine. So now we'll visit upon her the days of Balaam, wherein she have, where she burned incense to them, and she decked herself with her earrings and her jewels, and, and she went after her lovers and forgot me. She forgot me. She forgot me. You can get so into yourself where you begin to forget things that are important. And sometimes we can get so into ourselves we begin to forget God. And our love becomes shattered. We can't pull it together to be able to love him. So when you was looking to try to stray, don't do it. The other options that the enemy is showing you and he's telling you is not the enemy, these just options. <laughs> these just another way to do stuff. It's not the devil. It's not. It's just another way. Oh, come on, come on. Some of you, you know, I've been there. God, there's got to be another way. It's got to be. Not this way. But there got to be another way. Why do you think you don't get answered whenever you pray about that other way? There's no answer. It's the same thing he did to Jesus. Can, can this cup pass for me? Is there another way? No, it's not. This is the only way. So let's really begin to examine our relationship with God and with others and see, hey, Am I faithful? Am I a faithful person? Don't just say, hey, oh, well, I'm loyal and I do this and I do that. Are you really faithful in heart? Not just in body, in speech. 
in your heart, are you really faithful? Or is there a whore there? Because of the brokenness that's not been dealt with. Because of the fear and the hurt and the pain, I won't commit to anybody, for real. Because that's the only way I'm going to protect myself, is if I don't commit. And that includes God. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. I'm going to put your hands together for the word. We're going to deal with the whore, the whore in our hearts. Amen? Amen.